Welcome to When Mint by Those AMAs, improving the NFT space one episode at a time. When Mint Podcast is produced by Those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. Welcome back to another episode of One Mint by Those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today I am joined by none other than Block is Hot of the Block Investment Group, and we're going to learn everything, good, bad, or otherwise, about his NFT project coming up, Jelly Cubes. These are cubes made of jelly. They get you a lot of alpha within the CNFT and just the NFT space in in general. It's pretty exciting and I can't wait to get into it with them. But before we do get into it, don't forget to stick around till the end of the episode to find out about our $500 every episode cryptocurrency and NFT giveaway. We do this every single episode for one reason and one reason only. Nobody does it like those AMAs. But enough of my blathering. Block is hot. How the heck are you today, my friend? Thank you so much for joining us on One Men. Dude, I'm doing awesome. And thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to, to kind of talk about the project a little bit, especially since we were talking about those AMAs just last week and all the amazing things that you guys are doing too. So uh, super happy to be here and just, yeah, kind of kind of spit what's happening on the block. Hell yeah. No, this is going to be great. We're going to have to be careful though, because two people that ramble for a living in the same room <laughs> with no buffer we could go for hours but we'll, we'll try to keep it down to maybe six or, or seven you know only six or seven hours okay that's i fine. was planning for 12 man i have my gatorade here in my water as well so <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not a pro like you see i'm not a pro like you youtubers i'm just a, a lowly lowly audio only podcaster for now watch your back block no i'm kidding all right but anyway so let's get into actually for you know I think everyone in the space knows who Block is Hot is because of your YouTube channel, but just in case they don't, if you could give a little bit of background about yourself just for doxing purposes, you know, who you are, where you're from, what brought you to crypto, to your YouTube channel, and eventually to creating the Block Investment Group and these awesome looking jelly cubes. For sure, man. So just a little bit about me. My name is Jason and I'm actually from North Carolina in the United States. And I first got into crypto in 2017. I actually built an Ethereum mining rig in my college dorm room and was just getting free electricity, uh, basically mining this Ethereum. Hell and yeah. then over time throughout the years, I started to really learn what crypto was about and really get into NFTs because I'm just like a super curious guy. And eventually I got to the point where I was like, 
I want to take this to the next level. I, w- I don't want to just be an investor. I want to be a creator. I want to have some sort of influence in this space and like really help grow what I'm passionate about. So then that's when the whole idea of making a YouTube channel came around. I was never really someone that uh, put themselves out there. I don't even have like personal social media, but I was like, dude, I am passionate about this space. I'm pretty knowledgeable on it. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, let's just make a YouTube channel. And you know, started off really poorly because I had no idea what I was doing. But the YouTube channel is called Block is Hot, if you haven't heard of it already. And at first I was covering all sorts of different crypto stuff. But then probably around January, I started getting way more heavy into CNFTs just because I felt like it was such a unique space that had so much potential and so much promise and that no one, not that many people were really covering everything that was going on in it. So yeah, started that YouTube channel up and now I make CNFT content every single week. Um, And then eventually when it came to the actual project side, my sister is an artist and I was like, holy crap, you know, why don't we make our own project here and find ways to, to make this incredible utility and Katie, my sister can work on the art side of it. And it's just been this whole journey since. That sounds awesome. And if you don't mind me asking, what part of North Carolina? I lived in Wilmington for a while, right outside Wrightsville Beach. Yeah, so I actually live near Charlotte, North Carolina. I uh, grew up I grew up in Raleigh area, and then I actually went to school up in Charlotte. So it was one Big of those things that I've just stayed after. Hell yeah. Well, no, and, and you know, it is tough as when you first start, and don't beat yourself up. When, when I first started When Mint, every episode was complete garbage, and I thought they were the best things in the world. And I go back and listen to them, and I'm like, I have no idea what I was doing, but you learn, right? And, and it is, you know, it, what you do is, is important, even without an NFT project. I truly feel that content creators are creators, right? Absolutely. But we're not here to talk about Block is Hot. What the hell's wrong with me? We're here to talk about <laughs> Jelly Cubes. So let's dig into this, this project a bit. So that's awesome that, you know, you worked on it with your family, you know, your sister's the artist on this, but what exactly is the Block Investment Group, and what the heck is a Jelly Cube? Let's get, that's a very good question, man. Well, one of, I, I guess it starts with a problem, right? One of the big things that I think of whenever I'm getting into anything is, is there some sort of problem, and can I find an innovative solution in order to fix that problem, rather than just doing you know the same things, right? So when I first started making YouTube content, uh, when it covered the space, the problem was is there was a lot of misinformation. There was a lot, hey, buy this today, make $10 million type oh, deal. Oh yeah, so much, so, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. So the whole thing, the whole problem that we I wanted to solve with the YouTube channel is like, okay, let me at least do some accurate information and uh, really like teach people what I know and, and kind of solve that problem. And one of the big things that I realized was a problem in this space in general is a lack of just genuine resources. People that don't have the information, people that don't have the tools, people that don't have the connections to really succeed in any space, but especially NFT and crypto where everything is just so new. So the whole concept of this block investment group that we're trying to create here is we're trying to create a place where individuals can get together 
and basically have these different resources to elevate their game and really educate them on the space, have the information about the different opportunities in the space. Then once you have the information, actually have the tools to be able to compete in the space, and then also have that connection aspect of being able to talk to everyone in this group and all the benefits that come from, you know, who you know. Right. And the whole the whole goal of having this group was to really solve and provide uh, solutions to that problem that so many people have. Man, I don't know what to go for. I don't know how to go for this. Why am I so slow on these mints? Is there anyone that knows how to do this, this, or that? And one of the great things is, is that instead of doing some sort of Patreon thing, like a lot of different YouTubers out there, I was like, holy crap, man, let's make this amazing NFT project, Jelly Cubes, and have that be your membership into this overall group. Right. There's so many projects in the CNFT space alone. God forbid you try to count up the whole NFT space in general. And there's no way for any one person to research, properly research every single project out there, right? When it comes to these Jelly Cube NFTs, these are your, your membership pretty much to the block investment group and to become a part of that alpha group in the Discord, right? And to share in all this great information you guys are going to be digging up. But how many of these are there? How much are they going to cost? And when are we going to see them? Yeah, so that's a really good question. One of the important things about a group is you don't want to make it so there's just a ton of people in this group because it kind of devalues the information. So to start off here, we're going to have 2,500 total of these jelly cubes, and then we're going to have another 100 special friends and family edition that's going to be on a different policy ID. So off the rip, there are a total of 2,600 of these potential memberships uh, and 2,500, not the OG friends and family, are going to be sold uh, hopefully in the next month. Uh, you know, it really just depends on how much of a following we have. Um, now, the total memberships of this actual group is going to be capped at 10,400 potential over the course of two to three years. So we're actually going to have an additional three different drops that are each going to have 2,600 that are going to provide membership status. But you have to realize that a lot of people are probably going to own more than one Jelly Cube or more than one of our own project. So the actual amount of unique members is going to be a lot less than that right. total 10,400. Now, as far as price goes, it really just depends on how many people are interested. We definitely want to keep the community in mind and do something that is affordable for people to get in. But we also have to realize that there are a lot of people that are going to be on this team. There are a lot of people that we're going to have to pay. And if we really want to develop and compete in the space, as well as have different benefits of things that we're doing, we need to make sure we have the capital for that. Right. So we definitely don't want to just be a project that says, hey, you know, we're 38 uh, by a bunch of us and you know nothing's going to come out of this project like no we really are trying to build something big and we're trying to provide a utility that constantly pays back its members through the different information you learn so yeah price is definitely going to be something that i'm going to bring up in the discord as well and kind of find a happy medium uh, between everyone that is interested in actually building out the vision of the project right because you guys do have a lot of plans for the future right and and like like you said and i saw uh in your in your discord and i've watched some of your videos on the block investment group you guys plan on hiring almost a whole alpha team right like a research team for separate blockchains everything so that then that takes capital building anything 
takes capital. So yeah, I'm pretty, I, you know, I don't think uh, you'd get any arguments there from the community. Absolutely. Because the more money that comes into this project, the better it can give back to its community. Correct. So now with the friends and family drop, wh what makes these different than the normal jelly cubes? Yeah, so essentially the the awesome thing about having a YouTube channel is that there's been people that have been early on that have been super supportive of the channel. And, uh, you know, especially when I was getting started, it was really hard, man. You know, when you first start becoming a content creator, you don't know anything about cameras or mics and you're really just taking this uncomfortable step, or at least it was for me. It, it means the world to have some of those people that early on were supporting the project. So essentially these hundred OG friends and family jelly cubes are, and I'm working with my sister right now, but most likely they're gonna have a special background. They might have a special layers or whatever the case is, and they're gonna be given away only. There's actually like 30 or 40 friends and family roles in uh, the Discord already that are each going to get one of these jelly cubes for free. And then the remaining 60 are gonna be used for different marketing, uh, you know, different partnerships, just different people that helped along with the process and that were really engaging. Now, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in this podcast, but we're gonna have this whole entire block drops thing where there's gonna be these ADA giveaways based on the amount of points you have. And these OG friends and family versions actually have more points than the average jelly cube, really? as well as having like exclusive chats and exclusive giveaways that we're gonna do. So this is kind of like our OG, like, hey, like you were here from the beginning type Thing. right well we're friends right so so I'll, yeah you're, I'll be you're gonna get one. one for sure man awesome. <laughs> listen that's all louis you're beat if you're out there listening. louis no, <laughs> no louis i'll try to get you one too buddy so now let's move on to what jelly cubes does for its investors so obviously you get to be a part of the alpha group and you're privy to all of the the information that is disseminated within that group are there any other benefits? Do you guys have any passive income, anything like that going to investors? Yeah, so we have a lot of, one of the things for me is I'm a very utility guy. And I think that's why I really like those AMAs is that you guys see where this market is heading with NFTs. Like when you first get into NFTs or like just several years ago, it was like, hey, we're gonna make a random JPEG and sell it for 500,000 and people are gonna buy it off of hype, right? And then it slowly transitioned to, okay, well now we need a little bit more than that. We need to have some sort of, um, hey, token or metaverse or some sort of claim like that. And now what I think is happening and why I love those AMAs is it is turning into, in a sense, an asset that can give you so much more utility than what people are, are, are putting into it, whether it's passive income, you know, different opportunities, whitelist, right. et cetera, et cetera. So as far as the block investment group, there's three different main utility categories that we're really trying to do. Uh, the first category is obviously the alpha group. We are going to have like 15, 20 different people uh, that we pay that are going to be, you know, providing information and telling people about these opportunities. And what's awesome is, you know, because your membership is tied to your NFT, as the membership inevitably gets better, so does the value of your actual membership. And, it, you know, it's not some monthly thing, but we're planning on having a bunch of different experts in Ethereum and Solana and literally all these blockchains because it is impossible to be highly specialized in all those areas. Uh, so you're going to get the value from that. The second big utility is going to be our block drops concept, 
where essentially we are this fun investment group that we all help uh, basically manage this pool of money. And we're gonna get into different trades. There's gonna be this whole elite block board that are going to be the main advisors. And essentially we're going to swing trade, flip NFTs, mint NFTs. We're going to do DeFi farming, get into different opportunities, potentially even decentralized businesses outside of the crypto and NFT space. And then depending on how many points you have uh, from your jelly cubes, you're going to be entered into these different uh, ADA distributions in a sense through these giveaways. Uh, so that would be super nice. And not only will it be fun to be able to talk in this investment group, but at the same time, there's going to be ADA giveaways for people that you know meet certain th uh, point thresholds. Uh, the last major utility is kind of broken up into several things, but what we want to do is we want to have a marketing launch pad called the block pad. I have... And I'm sure you get this a lot too. You get a ton of emails from all these projects wanting exposure. Yep. And you also oh, have yeah. a lot of individuals and investors looking for projects. So there's a major need for exposure of high quality projects. So what we're trying to do is we're going to partner up with projects that we believe in in the block and help them market through, hey, we're gonna do an interview for you guys. We're gonna you know, make a post for you guys if we like the project. Um, and essentially help them market in exchange for whitelist spots for their project, which, you know, once again, if you look at Ethereum and Solana, we're heading into that route of a lot of really high quality projects are starting to be very whitelist centered. Uh, and we have to plan ahead for that. We then want to expand that whole marketing launch pad into two additional packages that projects can, can purchase. Uh, the second package is the technical side, where we're actually teaming up with Cardano Crocs Club and their Croc Pad, where we're going to be able to help launch projects on the technical side, do all of that for them on top of the exposure. And we would be splitting those uh, fees from Cardano Crocs Club launching them. And then the third package that we potentially wanna do is an advising and coaching package. So the awesome thing about being a YouTuber in this space is I know this market very well. I pay a lot of attention to it and I see what works and what doesn't work. So I have a lot of information when it comes to how to run a project properly. And especially once the Block Investment Group does a, a good job, then that will have a lot of credibility. So there might even be this third package where I say, hey, 5,000 ADA, 10,000 ADA, I'll dive through your project project, figure out everything that's wrong with it, give you all the advice you need, figure out how to improve this and kind of, you know, take a lot of that ADA that we're getting and use that to advance the group, to develop the group more, to get even better content providers and stuff like that. Absolutely. Now for this marketing launch pad, when you guys bring on projects and help connect them with investors, will you have some sort of vetting process for these projects? 100%. So the big thing is, is why would we want whitelist spots if we don't believe in that project, right? right? So the big thing is, is we're going to have a multiple structure to this. One, I would have to personally approve on it because I don't do paid promos on any of my YouTube videos. So I would, it would have to be something where like I personally believed in the project. We would then have some sort of voting system uh, with emojis, a check mark, or an X. Uh, so people that are actually part of the block investment group can look at the project as well and vet that project as well. 
And then the third part of this is we're hoping that we can, and we talked about this a little bit, but we're hoping we can do some sort of block certification thing where they do right. some sort of docs to us. We would definitely have to define the rules of what a rug pull is versus just a project that wasn't successful. But we're hoping we can even have these certifications where we can say, hey guys, this project is block certified. If they ever dip, we at least have their contact information. We have their face or whatever the case is. Um, and then have some sort of ADA fee attached to that as well that can go back to the group. The whole the whole goal is to really, and it, it's very similar to you guys. It's to make when the essentially when the block wins, you win right. is what we're trying to do. So when we make money, when we're doing these different businesses, when we're progressing, when we're you know helping projects market, we're trying to benefit the holders of our project in that process. Excellent. Now, and you did say, so on the tech side of this launch pad also, you'll be splitting fees with Cardano Crocs Club. Now, I know that you, you sped through that pretty quickly, but that's a pretty big deal. So you guys have made a, a collaboration with them where if you bring a project to them and get you know them to, to mint on their, their platform, then you receive half of the fees or the Block Investment Group receives half of the fees from that mint? Yeah, man. I'm super excited about that. So essentially, I've covered Cardano Crocs Club a lot. Uh, Professor Briggles and, and a couple and Pokeball and a couple other guys on the team I've been talking to. And they're actually going to help us launch Jelly Cubes. And I'm going to help them work on a system that can prevent people from minting a lot um, of like different projects. But yeah, man, they charge four ADA and NFT, which is and but they do everything. They do the metadata. They do the generation. They list it to JPEG store. They are providing the full technical service. So you literally don't have to do anything besides send them your art layers. Uh, and so they charge about four ADA and NFT, which is pretty standard for a lot of these different projects. Um, and essentially, we're still working it out. But essentially, it seems like a 50 50 is what we're going to do here. So if we have a, an NFT project have 5000 NFTs, you know, all of a sudden, that's 20,000 ADA, that could be an additional 10,000 ADA that we get from launching this. Right. What's awesome is like these different projects that are going to apply for this. It's like, whoa, you know, all I have to do is mark, uh, give whitelist, which is beneficial to them anyways, you know, they had to pay the minting fees anyways, too. Right. And now all of a sudden, they're going to get the exposure from from our project. Because what's really cool, man, is like, and the same thing with Win Mint, like, you guys are only going to grow, you're only going to get a larger and larger audience as this space goes. Same thing with us. As Jelly Cubes goes up, as the community develops more, as my YouTube channel grows, we're only going to have more influence. That influence is going to directly translate to uh, basically more money for these different projects because now they're reaching a much wider audience. So that's what we're really hoping to do is we're really hoping to, to give these projects like everything they need to launch when it comes to the advising, when it comes to the exposure, and when it comes to that tech side. That's a huge collaboration, by the way. Congratulations on that. And that's just a great idea, right? How you can take a project, you're pretty much taking them by the hand through the entire process from when their project's just a thought, right? Building it up, building up their membership, everything else, all the way through Mint. So that's that's one hell of a launch pad, my friend. <laughs> Kudos to that, that. That's the goal, man. Because if you look at, there's a lot of there's a lot of projects that are offering technical side now, where it's like, hey, we'll help Mint your project. 
Um, but they're all charging around like four ADA, right? And like, that's pretty standard right now, three, four ADA. I mean, sometimes you can go a little bit lower than that, but the big thing that isn't being offered is that exposure side, like genuine exposure. And that's what projects really need, man. Like a lot of these projects, they're not stressing about like the actual technical side as much as, Hey, how do we get this project in the face of different people? How can we, you know, have at least some sort of certification or something that says, Hey, we're a legit project, like check us out. So we're hoping to really solve that problem. Yeah, and absolutely. It's it's a huge issue in the space. And, you know, like you said, this is what we try to do on One Mint, right? Because without exposure, you could have the best project out there, right? Someone could really be trying to better the space, do something great for the NFT community. But if they don't have the numbers in their Discord or, or on Twitter or any, in their community, it's not going to go anywhere, right? A community is everything. The community is a, is the lifeblood of any project. So without that exposure, you're right. You know, we could have the the next Board Ape Yacht Club out there just disappear because nobody knew about it. So I think it's a great idea, my friend. But let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into some numbers. So I know your white paper isn't released yet, but do you happen to know... With the money that comes in from Mint and and from, you know, Cardano Crocs Club, that split and everything else, where this is all going percentage wise, is there a percentage going towards, you know, furthering the block investment group, a percentage towards the team, a percentage going back to the community? Yeah, 100%. And that's a good question because a lot of this is going to depend on the numbers. So right now, uh, on the on the salary team, I have my sister who's the artist and graphic designer, as well as Thomas that's really in charge of the marketing and different production of some of these videos. So a percentage of the money is definitely going to go towards paying them uh, every single month. We're also going to have to have all of these different content providers that I've been talking to and asking them how how much exactly they want. I'm anticipating the monthly expenses of this group to have things running is about 10 to probably $13,000 every single month. So the big thing is, is that we don't want to just launch a bunch of projects whenever we need money. So we really are trying to have our income streams basically cover all those different expenses each month. So the first thing is obviously royalties. We are going to have a higher royalty percentage of 10% just because of everything that we're offering into the group. Now, the problem is, is so many people are going to want to hold uh, that we don't know if these royalties are actually going to cover, at least in the beginning. In the future, there's a good chance just in the sense that this space gets a lot bigger. You know, obviously, there's going to be people at certain prices that, you know, happen to sell. You know, our whole goal is, hey, instead of selling 100 NFTs at $100, you know, we might sell one at $10,000 in the future and make $1,000 from the royalties, whatever the, whatever the case is. So royalties are going to be one aspect of it. Uh, the second aspect is our stake pool. We have our block investment group stake pool that is already out. Um, and now a stake pool generates 348 ADA every epoch, which is five days. I am splitting this 60-40 with one of the developers 
developers on the team that is managing the stake pool, but we're gonna be taking some of that ADA to make sure we cover expenses as well. Another aspect of the project as far as the numbers go is we are going to have that obviously that Launchpad partnership. So some of it is going to depend on how many projects we actually launch. We don't wanna be in the situation where we're just launching anyone to make money. Like we wanna be in a position where it's like, okay, we're only launching high quality projects. So that's also going to depend on that. Now, even, so the whole goal with the mint is let's say we just charge $100 in NFT, we would be getting 250,000. Uh, Crocs, the Crocs Club, because we're partnered with them, they're actually giving us a discount in mint of two ADA per NFT. So it's only gonna cost us about 5,000 ADA to actually mint this project. So we're hoping, you know, if ADA, let's say, is a dollar at that time, we're hoping that we're gonna have $245,000 to play with. The first major thing that we're going to do is we're gonna take out about $50,000 uh, and we're gonna have that in fiat just so that I can pay all the different people in the group and at least have a couple months, a worst case scenario, if we don't have any money coming in, we at least know that we're gonna have three to four months where we're going to pay everyone no problem. Uh, the, the next aspect of that is that we are going to have those additional membership drops in the future. They are going to be spaced out probably every six months. So the goal is, is, hey, we're going to take this money. We're going to make sure some of it's on the side to make sure everyone's paid for. And then we're going to take that money and the majority of that money is going to be invested for these different block drops or ADA distributions. And then we're hopefully going to grow that. We're hopefully going to make money from that send some of the profits back to holders of our group. And then worst case scenario, even if this project was just costing a lot more than the amount of money we have coming in from all these different avenues, uh, we will at least have another membership drop in the future that is going to have additional money that's going to go to the expenses. The nice thing is about this is that our fixed expenses are going to be the same. So the more money we can make compared to our fixed expenses is going to give us a bigger and bigger buffer. The whole entire group and the whole entire team, let's say it costs 13,000. Well, for the most part, it's still gonna cost that 13,000 even if all of a sudden royalties go up 5X because the market got bigger. Even when we have additional projects that also have royalties and are also giving us capital. So in the beginning, uh, if things go worst case scenario, we'll at least have things covered um, and then Obviously, we're planning on this space to grow bigger while our expenses are hopefully going to maintain a lower level. Absolutely. And, and it's, you know, it sounds like you guys have it planned out pretty well, because before you you gave that answer while you were speaking, I was like 10 to 13,000 a month. How are they going to cover this? I got to I got to dig into this. But you you answered it perfectly. So now one question that, that I do have when we're talking about royalties is a percentage of that or actually better question. So overall, what is the percentage of income that goes back to investors on a monthly basis? Or is it a monthly basis? Is it quarterly? How are you guys gonna pay back to the investors? Yeah, so our goal is to have a monthly block report, kind of similar to, you know, financial quarterly financials for stocks, where you can see how much money they made, how much money they lost. 
our goal is to have this block report where everyone is going to see the transparency of how much money we're really making. Okay, how much did the royalties make? How much did the NFT sale made? How much were all these different expenses? What were our trades? What are our current holdings? And how much profit we made? A lot of it is simply going to depend on the month as far as a percentage. And that's why I didn't necessarily have a percentage on there because it could be a situation where some months we might only make, you know, let's say $5,000 and then other months we might make $500,000. Let's say if this got super big and crypto blew up and we were in the right place. So it's going to be something that is definitely voted on in the community on a, on a regular basis, just because the community has to know that the more money we have, the more, the faster we can make that grow. All of a sudden, if you have a million dollars in the fund and you were just stable coin farming and getting, let's say 8%, now all of a sudden that's $80,000 over the course of a year. But if you only have $100,000 you're playing with, now that's only $8,000. Right. So the goal is, is to just keep reinvesting a lot of that money while at the same time making sure that we're constantly distributing back to holders. Because the problem with a lot of these DAOs and a lot of community wallets, you're not seeing any of that money actually come back to you. They're just buying these NFTs. You have no idea if they're at when they're going to sell them. You have no idea if they're actually going to give that back to you, right? So as far as like a percentage, I mean, it really just depends. Maybe we do 30%, uh, maybe we do 50% some months, maybe we do 20%. You know, obviously if we only made $10,000 that month, the percentage is probably gonna be higher. But if we had a crazy month where we made like 100,000, hey, if we did 30%, that's still $30,000 going to everyone in the group this month. Right. Which if there's only 2,500 NFTs, and obviously these 100,000 is a lot, it'll take us a long time to get there. Uh, you know, we hope we get there. No, but, I'm sure you will. I'm sure yeah. you will. I get in no time. And what you said about DAOs is true. I don't think anyone out there actually runs a true DAO. And th and that's one thing that that with you guys with your your investment group, right? You're not shilling this as a DAO. Okay? There there's going to be the research team on top making sure that things are done to the standards of the block investment group, correct? 100% man. And like, what's crazy is with these DAOs, it's like, oh, do I vote for what's best for the DAO or do I vote what's best for my own wallet? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the DAO system is great if you have a ton of people. One, the technical side isn't even there on Cardano yet to actually fully operate like a, a real, real DAO. We have right. Ada DAO and like a couple others like trying to set that up. But it's like, if, if you're, we need, we basically want people full time that are in this space and know their shit, right? Yeah. Like we we want people to know their shit. Like we don't want to do this general blanket though of people trying to pump up their own bags and then maybe we'll distribute it in the future. Like, no, we want to have a team of people that know what they're doing, are actively working on it. We're going to have this whole block chef concept too where like this cornucopias drop was a perfect example. Hey guys, you might not have a javelin and ADA to go for this land, but this land is profitable. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a wallet that we share with different people trusted in the community. And you're going to have a special role called block chef. And what's going to happen is we're going to give you the resources, the ADA and that whitelisting NFT to go for that cornucopias drop. And whatever you get, we're going to give you a percentage of the profits when we sell that. 
So it's like one of those things too, where we're really hoping that we can have, you know, this massive wallet. Okay, we have a hundred javelins. We're going for a bunch of this land. We got a, a hundred different people that are manually going to go for it. If you don't have the ADA and you didn't have the whitelist, well, guess what, man? Now you just found an opportunity where you can make 30% in a situation that you would have other not, otherwise not been able to. And now 70% can go back into that block investment group, which is inevitably, hopefully, just gonna get redistributed to everyone that's been part of the process. So it really is going to be a team thing. And we want to make sure that the, and with 2,500, you know, members, that's super, super limited, you know, like yeah. most likely we're going to be very, very tight and, and all want what's best for the overall group. But the, but the key is, is doing the right plays, <laughs> you know, not just plays because that's what the majority said to do. One more question on, on these payouts. So you did say that the percentage that goes back to investors every month maybe depending on how much is brought in by the block investment group may actually be put up for a vote in the community. So is this going to be a, a normal thing once a month? You guys will put up, you know, maybe various percentages, you know, react here for 30%, react here for 40, react here for 50 and kind of say, well, guys, this is what we made. We feel, you know, 30% is best because, you know, we have this, this and this coming up, but ultimately it's up to you guys. And then you just cut the community loose? Is that is that how you guys plan on doing this? or? So it, it really depends. Part of this is a big experiment in a sense because there aren't very many projects doing this. We The, the hopeful goal is that everyone in the community are long-term thinkers and, and really want to build out the vision of this project, right? right? And if you are a long-term thinker and believer, you know that you don't want to keep taking out a bunch of money that could be used to continue to invest. So the worry with having a community though, even though that's the route that we're hopefully going to do, is if it gets to a situation where everyone is constantly voting for the highest distribution just because they want to make more money in the short term and they're really not trying to build this. We're hoping that we have a community that is like, hey, you know, we're happy with 20,000 out of this 100,000 this month and getting 20% because we've been able to see over the last seven months that that 80K can turn into a lot more and we don't want to take as much out of the out of our, our wallet in a sense, right? So it, it really is going to depend. Um, and also, you know, we're going to have an elite block board, like I mentioned earlier, that are going to be elected officials uh, that are essentially going to help make sure that everything is fair. They're going to talk about the different plays. They're going to help with the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, and, you know, they're going to have a big say too They're because they might be like, Hey, you know, I think this next month is slow with NFTs. It doesn't really look like too much is going on. Maybe this is a month that we can distribute more ADA or, Hey, this is a really big month coming up. We got cornucopias. We want to make sure we mint as much as possible. Let's do a lower distribution this month. And then next month's mo next month when we get that land. Okay. Now we can have a bigger payday next month. Right. So oh, yeah. it, it, it's it's going to be something that's dynamic. And that's why I didn't want to just say, hey, 30% every single month is going to go to holders because we need to be free flowing with the market. The market is constantly changing. It doesn't make sense for us to force ourselves into a static position. Absolutely. And, and actually, let me ask, because this is, I'm not even sure how to ask this, because this is a, a tight rope to walk, right? Because everyone, we all say, and I'm sure you've said it a million times as a content creator, this is not financial advice, right? I might as well have that tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> um, but so you're pretty much running an alpha group 
here that's giving financial advice, but at the same time, right, there's the the we don't give financial advice rule. So how's that going to work? Because we all know nobody can be correct all the time. And any investor in their right mind understands that, okay? But there's always, always the angry investor. I don't know what happened, right? If the, the dog messed on the bed, if the girlfriend left him and, and stole the truck like in, you know, every favorite country song out there. But for whatever the reason, eventually there will be a project that gets invested in that doesn't moon. And there's going to be FUD. How do you plan on fighting that? And explaining what you guys do and why that's okay and it's part of the process. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a really good question, man. And I think it's it's one of those things that I bring up a lot of times in my videos. Hey, guys, these are projects I like, but you got to make sure you do your own research. The main aspect of the group is going to be providing information that then the investor can take to the next level and really research and dive into. And we're going to have different risk ratings on stuff. But I'll tell you what, guys. Raise a hand if you've gone, you've been right 100% of the time. Right. Like it is not going to happen. There are going to be times where we bring up a project that doesn't work well. So part of, part of what we do is we need to make sure that everyone knows that we're going to have to have some, uh, obviously the rules in the discord are already stating that when they join, but there's also going to have to be some sort of emoji. They click that say, Hey, I have read through these rules. I understand and accept that this is not financial advice and they don't get access to the channels unless they have that role from that emoji. So we can say, Hey, you know, they looked at this role, but the, but the main thing is, is like, I I've been in these different groups for years now when it came to botting and flipping and all these different things I did in college. And I think the majority of people understand like, Hey, we are simply saying that this is a project to look at. Obviously do your own research. We are not always going to be right. We're going to acknowledge when we're not right, but this isn't, Hey, here's a project. Go buy this right now. Right. And, and at the end of the month, as long as you're always in the green, you're, you're winning, right? Absolutely. So, and, and I'm sure you guys with your experience will do very well, but it was just something I wanted to touch on because it is, you know, it's, it's, it's thin ice to walk on. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, 100%. And it's, and it's crazy because this line is with a lot of stuff. Like even with me making a YouTube video where I cover different projects, right? It's like, could someone say, Hey, you know, they, they, Jason said this project was really good, uh, in his YouTube video and that he was going to mint it and I minted it and I didn't make money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's very, it's always going to be this area where it's like, it's just like, it's a very tough area. I agree. I think the big thing is, is just giving people the tools that they can make the decisions themselves because it's like, and that's why I say in my YouTube videos. And that's why I try teaching people how to actually operate in this space and what I personally look for so that they can come up with the, with the, the, their own way of being able to analyze these different projects and see which opportunities are good. We just want to create this hub this place where people can see that information a lot easier. 
hey, you know, instead of me going on 45 different release calendars, going through a bunch of projects, getting rugged all the time, hey, I at least have a place where I can see all these different projects lined up and the opinions of the different people that are specialized in this space. Hey, instead of me needing to go on 30 different discords to, to keep up to date with important catalyst information, like chilled Kongs are doing their trippy Kongs, boom, you know, they shot all the way up to 2,500 really quickly. Okay, well, now we can have a channel that we can say, hey, guys, this this information just happened. This could be a catalyst news. Right. So it's it's really just it's really just creating this group where everyone helps each other out and at least has access to these different information and to these different plays. And then it's going to be up to the investor at the end of the day to do their own research. I'm loving it. And actually, before we because we have been going for about 45 minutes here before our final questions, do you have anything else you'd like to add about the block investment group that we maybe didn't touch on? Did we miss anything? No, I mean, for the most part, we covered everything. We're really just trying to create this group of people. Uh, we're trying to create a movement. We're trying to create a vision here, right? And if you look at our Twitter, the block group Twitter, you'll see that it says we are trendsetters. We are barrier breakers. We are dream chasers. We are nonconformist. And it's really what I'm really trying to help create here is this movement, this group of people that are really striving every day to be their 100 best version of themselves, even if it's only getting 1% better each day. And one thing that was always hard for me is through my own process and through my own journey is I didn't have that group of people to talk to. I didn't have those people that I could ask for advice or get support from for a really long time. And it's hard doing that by yourself, right? right? And when I had gotten that from the groups that I was in, in college, I was like, wow, this is incredible. This really helped elevate my game. So what I'm hoping is that we can create this overall movement of people that just want to be awesome, that want to do phenomenal things, that want to take their life to the next level and be in a community of people that are all helping each other to get there. And it's like, we're not just an NFT project like Jelly Cubes where it's like, hey guys, this is some silly, cool looking JPEG, buy it and give us money. Like, no, we're really trying to create a movement here. We're really trying to have a place for people to be heard and for people to like really just get get to their next level. Education is is huge in this space. There's going to be a day soon, that definitely before my daughter's, you know, old and gray, when everyone out there knows what an NFT is, whether they're used for passports or real estate contracts or whatever, you know, they're not going anywhere. The technology isn't going anywhere. And normally in the NFT space, if you want to learn you know, how many times have people said the best way to learn in this space is to lose money? Like, that sucks. Yeah. That is a shitty, shitty plan. But <laughs> unfortunately, if you don't have people around you that know about the space, that's that's how I learned, right? Throwing away money into pro until I realized what a good NFT project was and, you know, what a good investment is in the space that people can go to the Block Investment Group and, and potentially skip over those money pit pitfalls that come along with with learning how to maneuver within this space i think that's that's awesome that's huge and i can't wait to see where this goes i will definitely be in there uh looking for some alpha and i i cannot wait to have you know come back to you for my first time and say hey uh i just took your advice my friend and uh look what i made and i'm not giving you any of it but anyway <laughs> uh so so let's move on to our our final Final questions are our first question, and it seems like you've, you've got Jelly Cubes and the Block Investment Group 
you know, pretty well laid out and, and thought out. But we all know, you know, and you know, especially as a content creator, that in this space, we have no idea what tomorrow brings. So when Mint comes, if the Mint does not go well for Block Investment Group, what is the plan? How do you guys plan on pivoting and moving forward while still doing the right thing by your investors? Yeah, I mean, and that's 100% a really important question to ask is always have a plan because not everything will go your way, especially when the market is all over the place, right? So the the first thing is, is like, I pay attention to the markets all the time. I know the markets pretty well. We are not going to launch this project if we don't think it's it's going to have a good sellout. You know, one thing that's really important to me is making sure that the secondary is good right away. And we have different, you know, we're going to make sure the wallet distribution is is good. And we're going to, you know, the point system, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that goes into the secondary. But the big thing is, is we are not going to launch unless we're confident about this project succeeding. I do not want to launch a project, ask for all of this money, and then us not even min out and be in this horrible situation. So the first thing is to just prevent that situation from happening. Now, let's say that I was wrong about, you know, how well I thought the project was going to do and we didn't have a sellout. Well, the thing that we would do is we would basically do what Econikos just did, say, hey, we're stopping the sale after 24 hours, whatever's not minted within 24 hours, the remainder of that is going to be burned and out of circulation. And then once that happens, we're gonna get to work and make this into an amazing group. We're go, you know, let's say even at that point, we did a half sellout and, you know, worst case scenario, now all of a sudden, if we charge 100 in NFT, we made 120,000. Well, that's still going to give us time for months and months of expenses to really develop this group and turn it into something awesome. And if someone didn't believe in the idea or really understand what the project was about, if I didn't do a good enough job about hopping on spaces like this and things like that, then hopefully those results from the group are going to show. And then eventually once you know the demand goes up a lot with that, okay, now we can release a, a few more memberships again and get more people involved with this process. But but the big thing for me is is like, when I have my mind on something too, like I'm a very driven and ambitious guy. This is a very ambitious project. There is a lot of stuff to do and it is going to take time to develop this. I can't do this myself. I am simply the person pushing down the first domino and getting this ball rolling. It's really going to depend on a lot more than me. It's going to depend on a lot more than our team. It's gonna depend on the community to really take this to the next level. So it's one of those things where it's like, it's just a process, man. But I know that like, I'm the type of guy, like I'm committed. When I say I'm committed to something, I'm committed. I've been working on this project and the ideas for seven or eight months now. I've been planning everything out. Most people would have launched their project already. Like that's not me, man. Like I am a very long-term thinker and I want this to be big. I want this to grow into something extraordinary. I want us to do something more than average and really be innovative. And it's like, I, I'm really the type of guy, I actually already bought a plane ticket to Portugal uh, that is going to happen after the Mint. So I can see about potentially moving to Portugal because that's how serious I am when it comes to the things I do and the standard that I hold for myself. So it's like, I'm literally willing to leave my friends and family and the life I know to go to another country because that's going to allow us to be more innovative as well as reduce the amount of taxes that we're gonna spend on these different transactions in the group. So it's like, yeah, I, I think part of it is just like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a very long-term thinker. If I was just gonna ditch the project, I would have launched this project a long time ago and not have you know spent nearly the amount of time as I have on it. Right, absolutely. 
No, and it looks like you you guys really have spent, you know, a ton of time on this. And already there's some alpha going out in, in the Block is Hot Discord. And remember, guys, all of the official links for uh, Block is Hot's YouTube channel, the Discord, ev- everything in official links will be in the show notes. So please go down there and and check it out. And and actually, let me ask you, before our last final question, I'm looking at your your discord here and this is very important it says total members uh 2.19k right online members 134 and then it says taco 516 what the hell is a taco what why is that (laughs) at the top of your discord dude you don't know about tacos i don't well i know what a taco is but are these real tacos are these like metaverse tacos what is this so dude i'm so crazy that i just want people that buy these jelly cubes to be the right people that I did this test in the discord in the announcements. And I said, Hey guys, I'm trying to figure out something, uh, with, with discord, you know, can you guys click this taco, um, to help me test this out. And whoever ended up clicking that taco got the taco roll, which is whitelist for jelly cubes. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah. whitelist. So the the whole goal is we're going to have 2,500 NFTs. About 1,000 are going to go to whitelist. There's going to be 1,000 tacos. Uh, each taco is going to be able to mint one. And then the remaining 1,500 are going to be dropped to the public. Uh, but the, the goal was is, hey, man, let's do something super undercover. They have no idea what it's about. It's like a fun little name thing. One of our layers in our jelly cubes is a, is a taco. Let's just do this whole taco thing and be like, hey, man, you just got a taco, which is like, a.k.a. you got whitelist. So that's, that's the awesome. count up there. And everyone loves tacos. I'm actually looking on May 27th of 2022. You, you said, you know, hey, guys, sorry, a lot of people missed this out. But you made an, a new channel that said you could go in there and type up a reason that you can get a taco, but the channel's not there anymore. So I was gonna go, I was gonna go pitch for for my taco roll, but I guess I, I guess Dude. I missed the taco boat. Well, what happened is a lot of people were like, "Oh, I didn't get the taco. I clicked on it. It didn't work. Whatever." Oh, so yeah, I was right. like, "Okay, let me say." This was another tricky thing. I was like, hey, guys, uh, for the next 24 hours, you're going to be able to type up a response of why you should get in or why you should get a taco. And I might be picking some of them. Well, the truth is, is that anyone that took the time to make a response to show that they wanted to be part of the project, I gave them a taco. Nice. I, t- I can't believe I missed this. Damn it. I love I'll, tacos. I'll, I'll see if there's any tacos. Right. That if I you can, find any tacos laying around, let me know. And it, <laughs> I might have to ship some taco shells down there to North Carolina, see if I can get this roll. But anyway, so for our final, final question, all right, and this is the fun one. So if someone just listened to this whole interview, right, listened to you speak eloquently and listened to me blather, all right, they went down into the official links uh, in the show notes, they're in your Discord, they're on your YouTube channel, and they like what they see, but they need to hear that one more right thing to push them in the back and over the ledge into the Block Investment Group family, what would you tell them? I mean, I would honestly say that if you're someone that wants to be better, like if you're someone that really wants to push yourself, that really wants to grow, that really wants a community of people that are all striving to be better, if you want to be in a place where we're striving to do innovative things and really build and and really do cool shit, then this is the place for you. Like the team is dedicated. We already have a super strong community 
And it's one of those things where it's like, we are at the very start of what we are going to do here. And I'm planning, and what I say, like I try my best, my absolute best to get done. And you guys will know, and you guys will see that like I'm going to work my absolute ass off to make sure that this is one of the best decisions that people make when they got into this project. Like I, I just like, and what's cool is if you follow some of the videos, you're gonna see like some of the the inspiration, the vision, what we're trying to do here. And I really believe that between the utility, the really cool, unique art concept with these translucent jelly cubes, the lore and family behind it, what the community is already providing and just what we're going to provide in this group, I think a lot of people are going to be really happy when compared to a lot of projects out there that really aren't trying to do the innovative thing. They're right. copy and pasting from other projects and you know, not really giving back to their holders. So I just want people listening to know, like I am a very, very long-term thinker and I really care about the people getting into this project and the holders. And that's why I did that whole taco thing. I want people that want to build. I want people that want to innovate. I want people that want to improve to get into this project. And if you're one of those people, then then hop on in and you know earn yourself a taco. Hell yeah, buddy. And who doesn't love tacos? And let me ask you, I want to hear what the block, and that was a very good answer, by the way. But I want to hear what Block is Hot has to say about this. What do you think about Martin Lawrence launching an NFT on Cardano? Block is Hot. You're on the spot. Let's go. The whole world. Martin Lawrence, let me see. You didn't know I got to do more research on this. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what the heck it is. I don't know if there's any utility or if it's just like a picture of his feet or, or something. <laughs> like, I really don't know what he's got going on. But, but yeah, so Martin Lawrence apparently is is launching an NFT project wow. on, on Cardano. And th there was someone else uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia that's launching a writer's room. And I think anyone that joins him in this virtual writer's room, it's very strange. They get an NFT or they have the ability to mint one and then they take from the income, right? The income stream to this project is through this, this writer's room for Always Sunny and then, you, you know, Passive income goes out to the holders of these NFTs from that. So there, there's a lot of, of people moving into uh, into the NFT space and especially into the the Cardano space. It's pretty exciting. So yeah, I just didn't know if you heard about the Martin Lawrence project and if you had any any thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, you know what, man? This is only the beginning. There are going to be a lot of people that launch NFT projects, especially once people start to understand them more. You're going to have a bunch of influencers or a bunch of actors, comedians, things like that, dropping projects. It makes sense. Like, it, why would you not release a project? And we've seen on Ethereum with like Coke and Pepsi, and you know, there's been a couple of different beer companies that have launched projects. Yeah, I think Budweiser like, had one. Bud yep. I think this is going to be the new norm as people really start to understand the space. I think we're going to see companies like that do Rick and Morty, for example, that are all about art and animation. I think they're going to launch projects like there's a lot of like miscommunication and misunderstanding with it. And I think that something like this is only going to get bigger. And obviously, the more uh, major players that come into Cardano, the better you're going to get a lot more exposure to CNFTs. And if you guys have been paying attention to Solana NFTs, they have been blowing up. And the reason is, is they got listed on OpenSea, but they're also starting to get a lot more exposure. Like Cardano NFTs are inevitably going to come next. And when you have people like my sister, especially, she didn't want to launch an NFT project if it was on Ethereum because the environmental impact, right? right. So I think there's going to be a huge push 
for a lot of creators to be like, hey, we're going to launch on Cardano and we're going to do this eco-friendly and not do something on Ethereum where there's a, a whole entire carbon footprint. So I'm excited to see what comes out. I mean, Ethereum, Solana, and Cardano are the big players. And I think once Cardano can continue to scale up with these different hard forks, like the one happening this month, I think it's going to be very hard to compete with this ecosystem. And I think it's probably going to be the go-to choice of a lot of these major uh you know, actors and influencers in the future. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And, and actually speaking on, on Solana, I know I'm going off topic again, but I know you said Solana NFTs are, are running up, but you know, it, overall the market in general, but with what's going on with Solana, do you think that Solana NFTs have a long lifespan or, or because they're really, I mean, once again, they were down again. And, and no hate on Solana. I have a, a pretty nice bag of it, you know, tucked away somewhere. But, you know, for a true decentralized blockchain, for this thing to just be turned on and off like a like a toaster, you know, is, is kind of, uh, I don't know, nerve wracking. Yeah. And I was telling my roommate that because he's a big Solana guy. I was like, dude, like, Pay attention to all these sh like all these issues they're having. Like it's nice that they're fast and they're cheap, but they're forgetting the whole point of cryptocurrency. Like if you really understand cryptocurrency, you realize that it's all about this decentralized aspect, this right. decentralized thought process and movement. The reason why Bitcoin is so important is you're taking the monetary policy out of corrupt governments that only have self, like wh what they do is for self-benefit and self-intentions, right? Like you created something where it was really up to the power of the people. And the problem with Bitcoin is obviously you don't have smart contracts, but when you look at all these other blockchains really trying to build like we are forgetting one of the core values of what it means to be in cryptocurrency. And it's like the problem with Solana, you just have so much venture capitalist money and so much of the, like, the actual running of their blockchain in the hands of such a few amount of people that you're going to run into problems like this. And like Cardano isn't perfect yet, but they really are taking the right approach. They're one of the most, if not like decentralized uh, blockchains out there. Right. And I and I think that's super bullish because I think people are eventually going to take a step back, realize that this is a lot more than money. This really is, in a sense, a movement and almost a war against the BS that happens in our world today. And we can't build a blockchain based on the same minute group of people that kind of messed up the system we have anyways. Right. Like well, it needs to be decentralized. To, to better it. Absolutely. So yeah, the whole Solana thing though, like I I, I knew Solana NFTs were going to blow up because they were the next one in line. You know, I knew OpenSea was going to eventually add them. But like Cardano NFTs, if you don't think they're the next in line after Solana, as far as like what's going to happen, I mean, holy crap, dude. I mean, there are projects on Solana that have 20, 30, $40,000 floors. And our largest floor besides like the, the berries is Space Buds at like, you know, three, four thousand dollars. Right. Like we are so incredibly early. And that's why I feel like and that's the same thing with you guys with uh your podcast as well as those AMAs, like what I'm trying to do at the block investment group. We are mad early. We are in a position right now where we're in a blockchain that's only gonna get better, that's doing things the slow way, but the right way. And once this keeps going and once this keeps developing, this space is not going to be at the prices that people see right now, at least long term. Right. Absolutely. And that's short term. I, I mean, who knows, man, we could go to zero tomorrow. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, but it would come back. I, I doubt it would ever it would really. come back. I, I, I doubt it would go to, to zero. 
but, it but would, it, it, could, yeah. it could get close. Who knows? But hopefully not. It could but, drop. It could drop some. Oh right. yeah. But awesome. Well, we've been chatting for for about an hour, my friend. So I guess we should wrap it up. But Jason, it, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us all about the Block Investment Group. And hopefully we can get you on uh, possibly post-mint and talk about a sellout and, you know, what's next for the Block Investment Group. No, I would love that, man. And I appreciate you having me coming on and, you know, giving this platform for me to really, you know, speak about what we're, what we're trying to do here. So it's, uh, it's awesome, man. I'd always love to hop on another one. And you're definitely going to get a friends and family one too, man. Hell so. yeah. I'm excited. Louie's going to be jealous. He's going <laughs> to... Hell yeah, man. I really appreciate it. But thank you, Jason. And uh, I will see you in the Block is Hot Discord. Appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Thank you again to Jason for taking time to be on the show. All of the official links for the Block is Hot YouTube channel as well as the Block Investment Group can be found in the show notes. Remember, always do your own research. All right. So for the giveaway stuff. So I did all the calculations and from Monday's episode, we're going to have six winners. Okay, so one person will win a Seal Society NFT that was donated by Stevie, the founder of the Seal Society. Four people will win one Space Pugs Alpha NFT each and one winner will win the remaining 66 ADA to round out that $500 USD. So head on over to OneMintPodcast.com and check the winner circle page. And if your smiling PFP is staring you in the face, well, all you got to do is send me a DM through the OneMint Twitter profile. Our Twitter handle is at OneMintPodcast to claim your prize. Remember, you have 24 hours from the time that you are announced as a winner to claim your prize. This is the only caveat, guys. We don't mind giving it away as long as you don't mind staying on top of it and claiming it. And if you didn't win, don't sweat it. We do this every single episode. So to enter in today's $500 every episode cryptocurrency and NFT giveaway, all you have to do is follow us on Twitter. And then in the original post announcing the release of this episode, like, retweet, and tag five friends. And that's it. You're in the running. Winners will be announced this Friday in the winner's circle on OneMintPodcast.com. Good luck. Well, that's it for me. I'm your host, The Machinist. Don't forget to join us every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our One Mint by Those AMAs podcast and chill Twitter space. It's always a great time. And to be honest, you never know what's going to happen in one of these spaces. We really do have a blast. So I'll see you tomorrow in the spaces, and then I'll catch you on Friday with another giveaway, another project, another interview, and another episode of One Mint by Those AMAs. Thank you.